Welcome to another podcast of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykeradio.org. It's been a while since uh, our last podcast. We took a little, little bit of a break, traveled the United States, went to Israel, and learned a lot of things. One of the things I learned about, or I would say I deepened my understanding, Usually when a rabbi, a pastor start talking, he talked about love and uh, unity, all that stuff. It's a good stuff. But I'm going to talk about hate. Why? Because I always do the opposite. Apparently when you speak about love and unity, it just comes from, you know, enter from one ear straight to the other one. Everybody is saying... Yes, it's important, but nobody is doing anything. Or they start something, but never follow through. I think if we're going to talk about hate, maybe that will shake things up a little bit, because this is dangerous. This is... uh, Our existence depends on it. I've seen a lot of hate. Take the politics, for example. Uh, You know, Trump supporters versus Democrats. um, White supremacists against all the others. And I think I already mentioned that. That's what happens when you put people in boxes. Or when you create inequality. In a society, and that's that is going to end up very, very uh, in a nasty way. So obviously, once you know what is bad and what's going to be the outcome of it, normally a decent uh, person with a little bit of IQ, okay, I should do the opposite. But it seems like everybody is just sticking their feet in the mud and resist. They're resisting, and it's not going to end up well. Here's the thing. If you look at all the, in the last 200 years, all the big revolutions, we got the French, we had the Soviet, the Russians, we had the the Chinese, we also had the American. And... The big difference is that the American Revolution was based, they had a compass. That was the Bible. People were uh, Christians, they don't like the persecution by other Christians. I mean, as a Jew, I mean, I don't, it, it totally makes sense. Um, and they look at people as people. All the others look at people as subject. The French Revolution has no God. Right, and those who start the revolution end up under the guillotine as well. Same with <clears throat> with the Russians. Those who established the Soviet Union uh, were taken care of by Stalin, and not in a nice way. Uh, so the revolution, when, it's, when there is no God, when there is no uh, greater good, there is no compass, will eat itself and will create more and more bloodshed. And it seems 
from what I read, what I see in all the news, that nothing really changed. People don't get the message. And it always, I don't say always, but many times it's the same story over and over. Right? If you don't learn from uh, the mistakes in history, you're gonna, you're doomed to repeat them, something like that. And I think the biggest thing that we have today, the hate is, it's not a real hate. I don't think it's real. I think people are manipulated, indoctrinated by those on the top who are seeking power. And they don't care. And, and they, they wrap it up, you know, with, with um, social equality, social justice, global warming. You name all the good things. But I think if you listen to this podcast for a while, you know that this is all just semantics. It's what it means really is give us the keys, give us the control, and we'll take care of that. Because everybody that will disagree with us are going to end up in the pit or in the mental institution. You know, in Soviet Union, if you were uh, anti-communism, they put you in mental institution because you got to be crazy. There is no other explanation. How can you resist? How can you uh, object to this notion that everybody is equal? Well, as uh, says in the animal farm, right? All animals are equal, but some are more equal. So something like that. I'm going to that line. That's a great book. I recommend it to every kid, every young reader who wants to understand how people are using words in order to gain control, in order to divide and conquer. And what I see, I see that, let's say, let's take, let's take uh, the hatred between uh, the supporters of the evil Trump, right, the president that everybody loves to hate. Everybody in New York and San Francisco and L.A. Um, and the, the, obviously the Democrats or, you know, those on the other side. And what I see is that the hate is only aimed at one direction. Meaning, Democrat hate the Trump supporters because they are Walmart shoppers, they are uh, stupid, they are non- Nobody there went to Yale or or Harvard or any of that stuff. If they have a high school diploma, it's already a wow. Obviously, it's all false because I, I there are great people that are highly educated and they don't care about the, the persona in the White House. They care about the policy, and that's the right right way to do. But the glorification, for example, if you, if you remember, if you go back in time. Eight years ago, ten years ago, when the democratic messiah arrived to save the nation, to unite us all, all words, no action. Actually, there were action. Horrible. Yes, we can. Forward. Let's jump over, over the cliff. Divide and conquer. So some would say, you know, Rabbi Cohen, you're just uh, you're a Republican. I don't care about that stuff. This is all, again, just words. I care about people. I care about the policies. The policy is going to make people 
life better, gonna create more educated people, not with knowledge, with wisdom of life. We have many, many arrogant, ignorant intellectuals in, in this country. When they open their mouth, they say it so nicely. Hi, you know, my English is like nothing. It's like first grade next to them. But when you look deep into what they're saying, nothing. It's empty. Empty vessel. There is a saying in, in the Jewish literature, uh, don't look at the, at the jar. Look at what's inside it. Right? There is a story. I'm going to share with you a Talmudic story. During the Roman Empire, obviously they ruled uh, Palestine, as they call it, the land of Israel, Judea. And uh, one of the rabbis had an argument with the daughter of the, some would say the emperor, some would say the, the representative, the local governor of, of Rome. And she insulted him. She, he said, she, 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 she uh, said to him, you're so ugly. How God creates somebody so ugly like you and you are very well respected. And he says, okay, do your father has a, has a wine cellar? Of course, right? Because elite drink wine, not like the people with the beer and the, uh, the liquor. If you drink wine, you already think you are important. And he asked her, so... Uh, how does he keep his wine? She said, in uh, clay, in clay pots. That's how you keep wine. He says, I don't get it. Your father is so rich. He's so wealthy. He's the governor. He's the emperor. Why is he doing such a simple thing? He should use gold. And, she's, and, and since she was uh, progressive uh, and liberal, she said, it's a good idea. Let's change. Whatever the tradition says, that you keep wine in in clay pot, and we put it in gold. What do you think happened to the to the wine after two weeks? Stinks. It's all become vinegar. The point that he was making is again, don't look at how person look. White, brown, Latino, you know, Chinese. It's not so important. Does this person know how to behave? Does he know how to act? Is he full of hate or full of compassion, love? towards everybody. Now, there are wars, going to be wars until the Messiah will come, because this is our, in our nature. But we need, we need to minimize the amount, we need to minimize the hatred, and everybody should be happy with what God gave him. The piece of land, the job, the family, and focus on that. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break to listen to our sponsor. Thank you for uh, listening, using to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakon, here on citykradio.org. listening to the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykradio.org. We are talking about hate, still. And it's very important to understand, you know, they say, this will be the song, love is in the air. You need to breathe 
the air so it will get into your mind, into your heart. It's air, it's good if there's love is in the air, but you know, do something about it. And when you see people, oh, I love you, I love you, especially, you know, couples that are just um, dating or, you know, the honeymoon stage. Yeah, love is all over the place. And then with time, when you get used to it, when you start picking on the tiny things, love turns into hatred, into resentment, into... Uh, it might. I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it has to be that way. Why? Because when you say, it's, it's, the, it's the old uh, trick in the book, when you say to somebody, I love you, because she's doing something or he's doing something to you, makes you feel better about yourself because you love yourself more. And I think that's the root of all the hatred. Meaning, I don't love somebody because he's not like me. He's thinking diff in a different way. Now, there are things that we should hate. I'm not, you know, I know the Christians are all about love, love, love. Uh, there are things, according to the Bible, that we should hate. Ignorance is not a bless. Somebody that uh, preaching to go against God's will, okay, as it mentioned in the Bible, we are not obligated to love him. We should feel pity for him, because obviously he doesn't know what he's doing, but many of them do it on purpose. Many of them are trying to, you know, start war and poke and, and annoy. Uh, what I'm talking about, that there was... Um, Recently, some guy sued the United States government because he wants the In God We Trust on the dollar to be removed. It's offensive to him. I said, don't use dollars. Use paper, you know, monopole money, use Bitcoin, use whatever, use gold. If so, if it's so offensive to you, because this country was, was built and established by people who had faith. Again, it's not my faith. But it's based on the book that we should all follow, the Manual for Humanity, called the Bible. And, you know, people who are like, oh, we don't like the cross in the cemetery. Now, for me, a cross is a red flag. Why? You know, you read the Jewish history, the crusade, from the Crusaders and before, you know, pogroms and persecution. But if there is a cemetery for Christian uh, soldiers, it's, it doesn't bother me. Why, why, am, why should I look for things to be bothered with? There are so many other things to be bothered, right? How's your relationship? How are your kids? How is their health? Do they eat uh, proper food? Uh, how is the education system? How is the health system? The only thing that the, they, you know, we got to remove this cross. This is what happened when you have too much extra time. When you don't have, you know, to go to the field and work and... Uh, you, try, you start thinking about things that are totally irrelevant. If you don't like the cross, don't get, ask not to get buried there. Go uh, start, you know, buy a plot and start your own cemetery with, uh, with the Flying Spaghetti Monster logo. Why to pick on other people? Why to... Uh, no, it's so offensive, offensive. Everything is offensive. It's offensive if you are looking to get offended. And obviously, the more uh, offended you are, the more um, social credit you're going to get. 
Well, good luck with that. This is a recipe for destruction. Okay, and if you disagree with me, I'm going to prove it. If you disagree with me, you're anti-Semites. How is that? Don't look at my argument. Don't look at my reasoning. I'm a Jew. I have a, a credit. Wow. If I was gay, I even have more credit. Okay, and dark, even more. This is all stupid things. We don't have to play to play by those rules that, again, are established or uh, started by people who want to divide and conquer. Think. Read books. Expand your knowledge. And see the good that, or the potential that, in other, now, that there is in other people. Now, if they are coming to fight, to war, if they are rapists, if they are murderers, Again, I said that many times, I am not a social worker. I don't care. If you come and attack me, my family, my country, my neighborhood, whatever, we're gonna... There's no giving the, 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 the second chick. Okay? No such thing. But we should avoid it. Reasoning, logic, knowledge. I think if we do that, Things will get better. And I can prove it. Again, from the Bible. There are two, two uh, times in the Bible, in Genesis, where we see that clearly. When, in the times of the flood, uh, Noah, right? Uh, everybody was what? Was stealing, murdering, raping each other. Anarchy. Everybody, whoever had the, the rifle, the knife, the spear, he made, the, made his point very clear. That didn't, it did not end up well. Okay? Now, they might be religious. They might go to back then to the church of those days or the temple. That's not the point. The point is you don't know how to behave. And you think because you have the power which you grabbed forcefully, uh, then you have, uh, you have a say. 40 days of rain. The story was ended. Later, after Noah and uh, the Ark and all that stuff, we had the people that decided to go against God, meaning, you can say atheists in your world, and they started building the, the Tower of Babylon. What was the, the scenario over there? Everybody had the same goal. Let's go, we build a tower, we go to the heaven, we find God, we fight with him, we kill him, and we rule. Did God eliminate, annihilate anybody? No. Why? Because finally, humans are working together. Now, the goal was wrong. Okay? The goal was wrong. But the beauty was, okay, you guys are working together. So I'm just going to create languages. And you're going to drive each other crazy. And you're going to drop this project. Okay? So, that's, that's the difference between um, when humans are united. Look, if we were united as humans, put aside religion. Every religion thinks that they are the best. As a Jew, I can tell you, I think, I'm convinced, 100%, my religion is the true one, is better than anybody else, and all the, the usual propaganda. But I'm not here to... To convince people to join my belief. 
as far as I care, the most important thing, don't do idols. Have the, the seven laws of, of Noah, have a decent justice system that actually makes ju uh, justice. I'm okay with that. You want to come to the Jewish temple to bring a sacrifice? You're more than welcome to. You don't want to? I don't care. But when you have this, uh, try to, to find a, a nice word to say, low self-esteem maybe. Oh, I have to prove my God is the only God and uh, uh, everybody that disagrees with me, I have to either kill them, blow them up, going to constant wars. Let the people live. Okay. Let people enjoy what God created and work together. If you have a good argument for your own religion, bring it. If not, it's, it's not important. You know, something, oh, well, the Messiah will come, but the redemption will, will come when everybody will believe in ex-God. In a way, it's true. But what, pe what people do, they take it into their point of view, not God's point of view. Yes. The world will be much better place when everybody understands that there is a God who created the world uh, and he gave, you know, the Chinese their piece of flat, the Americans their piece of flat, the Russians. Everybody is happy. Work together. What do you need? Wheat? We have wheat. What do you have? Oil? Give us oil. Stuff like that. No, but you need to conquer. So this is not about, you know, God is making wars in the world. It's the humans with their amazing uh, stupidity that obviously has no limits uh, are creating all this problem. And again, you have to fuel it with hate. You are better than anybody else. If I speak to a pastor and we argue, I don't care who is winning. He's not going to change my mind because I know where I'm coming from. I know my tradition. I know my history. And I don't care what he's doing. It's none of my business. Do you know how to behave? Are you a cheater? Are you a murderer? Are you a rapist? If yes, we're going to go to war. Because this is unacceptable in any decent culture. If no, sit in your house, go to your church, leave me alone, I leave you alone. And that's it. Okay, think about it. And we are going to take another quick break. As you're listening to The Jewish View, I'm your host, Rabbi Halam Nakon, here on citycareradio.org. Another segment of the, Jewish, of the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Khan, here on citycareradio.org. So, how do we fight this hate? Uh, for sure, not by uh, creating more hate. And then the, the top hater is going to win. This is not going to end up uh, well. I think that the answer, there are two, two maybe two um, components, two things that can help us here. One is education, and the other one is faith in God. Now, faith in God doesn't mean, you know, Christian, Jewish, or Muslim. Let's keep it very simple. There is a higher authority 
which means I don't think my God wants me to go and blow up a restaurant or a bus. If that's the case, we have an issue. I don't think that he wants me to start, you know, uh, um, going into a black church and shoot people because they are lower than my skin color, whatever, this is all nonsense. There is no point of proving, you know, my God is better than your God. Why, why are you going? If God wants to make his point, be my guest. You know, we just celebrated Shavuot. Shavuot is the day that uh, the Israelites received the Torah in Mount Sinai. And I always say that to all those who argue with me, and they don't really argue, they try to argue. Um, well, God changed his mind, and uh, now it's the, our religion is the top, or all that stuff. I said, you, let's read the Bible. How, what was the first time we received the Torah, the chosen people, and all, this, all that uh, melodramatic uh, event? event. Uh, we had, well, you had the Mount Sinai, we had uh, the shofar is blowing, we had, uh, how you call that, uh, lightnings, a big show, right? Well, if God, if you want, that, I would think that was the logical thing to do. If you really want to change your mind, make something even better than that, right? Invite CNN. No, actually, no, they are not really a news network. Invite, um, no, no, not, not the propaganda. Invite someone, decent, decent uh, media, if we can find today something like that. There is no decent media, just so you know. It's just who lied less. Everybody has an agenda. I don't know where. Mount Rushmore, Everest. Pick one. Kilimanjaro. Some, somewhere. And say, from now on, I am abandoning the Jewish people. I don't like what they're doing. They always argue. Uh, and I'm going to pick X, Y, or Z. Okay. Makes, makes sense. It's clear. As, as long as this is not happening... I don't see how I give you the permission to change, to decide that God changes mind. I think you, whoever's coming with this claim, changes mind. It's all about the human. You want to have more control, and religion is a great way to control people. It's really opium for the masses if you don't know what you're doing, or if you're totally dishonest. And we've seen many cases of dishonest. Uh, um, spiritual leaders who took advantage or commit mass suicide or uh, sexual abuse you, you know in any in any religion so it's not about god changing his mind or, or god can take care of himself it's us that we have the freedom of choice that we choose to do the wrong things that will be step one and you're only going to get there by first admit it and always ask, okay, if I would be God, I'm like a mini-God, I'm in God's image, would I be happy with blowing up people, going into a mosque, church, or synagogue and shoot people that were created in God's image as well? Or maybe they were not, right? Because we are the superior. That's already a twisted thought. If I am God, might be happy with uh, soldiers raping, killing, beheading uh, innocent people. Even, you know, not innocent. 
Probably not. If you have a decent, basic uh, morals, consciousness. So we need to ask ourselves that. And then we start educating ourselves. First of all, let's look at the history and learn from the mistakes. Then, you know, once you know the mistake, it's very easy. You do the opposite. Then, you know, to, you, you want to learn, uh, again, look at the manual for humanity, the Bible. And the Bible is full of stuff that, that are nasty. Wars, killing, betrayal, right? The first human, the first uh, firstborn human was a murderer, killed his brother. Okay. Now, we can look at it as, oh, uh, we are, uh, that's in our nature, we can go and murder. Or you can say, okay, I need to learn from this not to do that. This is not going to end up well, and which it didn't for Cain, for Cain, right? It did not end up well for him. But you need to come with honesty, with decency, with understanding, okay, I want to make the world a better place. And we have to start very, very young. Kindergarten, even before. Actually, even before, uh, before you got married, even. What kind of wife are you looking for? Is it going to be love in the air? Or are you going to be actually practical and be able to communicate and understand the differences? And oh my God, that's a whole different ballgame. The differences between uh, men and women. Now we have men who think that they are women and women who are not sure what they are. It can be both. It can be multiple. Maybe they should pick up a social security for five people. Who knows? People are confused. The old world, if you want, where man was a man and woman was a woman. It's If you're saying that today, you, you're crazy. You're a homophobe, xenophobe, racist, racist you know, you need, whatever you want to put as a title, as an adjective over there, go ahead. But that still doesn't make it right. There is no progress this is not how it went, meant how it meant up how it build up to to work. So we need to educate, and be a man doesn't mean, uh, you know, be violent, or be rude. No, it means you need to work on this nature of being a warrior, and and uh, direct it into a positive uh, direction. Same with with women. Right, the whole feminist movement. Getting going crazy. We want to be like the the man. But you are not a man. Yeah, but we can do better job. It's it's again. It's not about who is better. It's about we, who wants to control. Okay. And don't give me this whole just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I cannot. You go ahead. What do you, you want to go and be a fighter in the army? Go go get yourself blown. Go and, uh, I don't know, fall from a building because you were trying to lift something that is way beyond your, your strength, just to prove a point. You don't need to prove anything. Whoever you are, if you, again, if you go going back to the first thing, if you accept that there is a God, and He decided He wants to create you as a man or a woman, black or white, it's not a punishment. Deal with it. Make the best out of it because he knows better. So if you're a man or a woman, act like one. Not say, oh, I think God uh, made a mistake here. 
I feel like I am something else and I'm going to go to the operation room and do, you know, trans whatever. That's, in a way, it's a rebellion against the will of God. And when we have this type of, I don't say rudeness, but uh, confusion, it's not going to end up well. Again, why? Because people will use it to control other people. Let's have all the trans people fight with the with the lesbian who are going to fight with the with the heterosexual, and we have wars and wars and and wars. Why? Because somebody wants to control, to be the leader. There is there is there is a leader. Okay, God is the leader. We just need to not do stupid things. And to be and to be uh, behave the way that makes sense. If you're not working, there is no reason why we should pay you. You're not getting the salary just for breathing. Do something positive, productive. Move the world that God created forward, regardless of your skin color, ethnicity, religion, all that stuff. And think clear, think simple. Don't get confused by all kind of uh, stupid things that are coming because you have an extra time, or you watch something, or you on TV, or some some fictional idea. So education is a key point. Education and faith. Without any ego, without any agenda of me ruling, controlling all the others should be should be my servants. Obedience crowd no we should all abide god that's all we need with that we're going to take another quick break as you're listening to the jewish view i'm your host rabbi hanan Yakon here on citycareradio.org To our last segment of today's podcast, you're listening to the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on CityCareRadio.org. So the question asks, which book should I choose to learn? Uh, the Bible is full of stuff. Um, are there are any other books that can, you know, help me? Well, thank God, there are other books, but I want to focus on the Bible for a second. Putting aside the five books of Moses, the Torah that uh, is the foundation, if you want, of all the others. Um, and it's mostly on the, on the practical side, the deeds, the commandments, and all that, uh, is aiming at the Jews, the Israelites, the Jewish people. But there are, other, there are principles there that are uh, universal, regardless of, uh, you know, for humans, basically. But there are a few more books that I think, if we learn them seriously, a lot of wisdom, a lot of guidance. The first one 
I would say, is Proverbs. Mishlei in Hebrew. That book, 31 chapters. 30 chapters are just talking about all the traps. Don't go there. Don't go with them. Don't say I'm going to be okay. Don't say I'm going to murder, steal, or rape, or, and I'll be... And uh, I, 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 I never listened to my teachers and listen to the to the lessons of those thirty books. Avoid those tra- thirty chapters. Avoid those traps. That's already fifty percent of success. Okay, don't do stupid things. The last chapter is what's really important how to behave now that i know what not to do the last chapter will teach me do that do the good thing so and and i i encourage everybody to learn that with their kids so they will not get impressed by the shiny objects of today's civilization especially you know the hollywood and all this nonsense And try to adopt it to your, to your life. Try to adopt it to when you see shiny objects. A famous singer. Uh, you know, back in the day, singer, singers, female singers, used to sing and you would say, wow, what a nice voice. Now, they're going on stage with underwear. So, you're not focusing on the voice. So, that's already a reason why not to go there. Okay? That's, there is no artistic uh, value. This is aiming as low as possible. Be better than that. 30 chapters telling you don't look at that woman that she is uh, trying to deceive you and uh, she is showing you her eyes like, uh, you know, trying to uh, seduce you. Stay focused. Don't go there. So that's a good lesson for from children to adults. How, wh- how and what to avoid. And bring it, bring it. Don't say, "Oh, we're gonna read uh, Proverbs, and uh, and then we're gonna watch something on TV." You missed the whole point. You need to adopt it into your life. You need to let it sink into your into your mind. Okay, that's the first book. The second book that I recommend is is Psalms, Tehillim, the songs of King David that are there's a lot of obviously a lot of uh, wisdom in them but also a lot of uh, emotions feelings uh, expressions ways to deal with despair with uh, with happy things as well it's not it's not a depressing book but it gives i think it gives the human spirit the human soul strength that sometimes you know you're looking you're looking for the words and you don't know what to say and specifically i would say psalms 15. read that chapter it's short that's a great compass again obviously all the others all the other chapters are uh amazing as well but again adopt it into your life if king david says this is the right thing to do uh then I should try and do it. Now, ah, gonna fail? Probably. I'm not an angel. Depends, it, it, the question is how you're gonna rise again after you're falling and falling. 
falling. It's okay to fall, but you need to get up. The third book is the book of Job, Eov in Hebrew. The whole book is like one big riddle. It sounds so, you know, tragic and not fair. And you see, it, it's basically not fair, right? He was a great guy and the, the devil tried to, uh, didn't try, messed up with him. All that stuff. There are things that, if you look at the answers that God answered Job in the end, there are things that humans cannot understand. And we need to accept it. We are intelligent. We are, well, some of us smart. Um, but we are not, we are not gods. We are not understanding the, what he is trying to do. Sometimes you don't need to put your head down, take it, think about it, analyze it, and even if it's not fair, you move on. You don't know those you know, calculations. So a little bit of uh, being humble, it's always recommended. Don't make yourself, oh, I'm so, so righteous. Uh, this is very common. I'm, I'm okay, I'm good, I didn't murder anybody. Yeah, but you're this, and you're abusive, and you're cheating and all this so nobody to blame but ourselves so again being be humble the further the next book the only five books which i always said are very connect, they're connected to the five books of moses in on a deeper level is uh shira shirim the song of songs which is one big allegory about the relationship uh, you know, the text is between between uh, men and a woman that know that they are men and a woman. Nobody's confusing, confused there. Um, but it's also resembling you know, the humanity or the Jewish people and God and their relationship. And sometimes he's hiding, sometimes we are wondering where he is. He's there. Keep searching. And I think the top one, uh, which is one of my favorite. I think you can guess which one is it. I hope I'm going to say the name properly in English because in Hebrew it's called Kohelet. It's another book by King uh, Solomon. Ecclesiastes or something like that? Ecclesiastic. Oh, that's a long name. Kohelet. Stick to that, the Hebrew name. Uh, wow, that's one of the most amazing books ever. Somebody says, I forgot if it was Hegel or Nietzsche, Somebody smart said that all the philosophy books are just notes trying to explain Kohelet. There's a lot of depth. There's a lot of struggle. There is a lot of questions. And the biggest question is, what's the point? Right? The smart and the stupid are going to end up in the same uh, six by two piece of real estate. So what's the point? What's the point of uh, doing good? What's the point of collecting money? There is no point. But if you look at the message on the end, in the end of the book, said in the end, have the awe or fear of the heavens, meaning you know that there is a structure. We talked about it before. 
know that there is God out there. You do your best. And you follow the commandments, the, the deeds that you need to do, the good stuff. Because that's the reason for your existence. Again, I'm, I am elaborating and paraphrasing the, the verse a little bit. But that's the point. The point is that we are not really capable of understanding the point. But that doesn't give us the permission not to, oh, if I don't understand, I'm not doing. It's called ego. You think too much highly of yourself. Yeah. If you look at, you know, similar books, Candide by Voltaire, same idea in a way. Work in the garden. Raise your, your food. Stay calm and happy. Drink the wine with your family, with your wife. Enjoy life. Do your best. Don't think, oh, well, what's the point? We need to conquer. We need to have uh, social justice. We need to have uh, global warming. You think you're a god. If you start uh, driving a hybrid, the sun will reduce its, uh, its power. You don't have that power. Only God has this, this power. And he's going to laugh at you. You know how you, how you make God laugh. You tell him your plans. So, I want you to think about it. Keep life simple. Happiness, joy, decency, dignity. All the good stuff. There's so much knowledge in this world. There's so much thing to, to do, to fix, to help other cultures, to lift them up from their, if you want, and I'm going to say, I know people who are uh, social, so, social justice warrior, from their primitive stage. Okay, there are primitive cultures. We need some help to boost them up. And yes, I'm judging. Because it's reality, let's face it. Doesn't matter if I like it or not. And I think if we follow those five books, that would be a great start, a great way to, to live this life on earth. And with that, I encourage you to think about it, read those books. After you read them, read them again, and then start learning them. We're going to end up our, our podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Khan, here on citycareradio.org. <music> Produced by CTK Media Services.